0: What's going on guys hope everyone's doing well staying healthy uh i want to talk about miles sanders real quick um you know he's going right now towards the end of the first early second round 12 team ppr leagues for me it's a great price um you know he's one of the guys that i'm targeting you know right there at the end of the first round you know him and Kenyon drake have been on a lot of my uh mock draft teams uh and a couple teams too that i've already drafted um because i've been picking towards that end of the turn in full ppr leagues uh, now, Deuce Daly, his running back coach, uh, who happens to be the assistant head coach also and who happens to be the, the, the head coach, kind of acting head coach in those in-person practices while Doug Peterson, you know, was, you know, was recovering from COVID and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but he basically said that um, Miles Sanders is going to carry the full load and he's ready. So, uh, you know, take that for what you will. But I was already high on him. And now these this news, good, good stuff. And usually want to take uh, coach speak, you know, with a grain of salt, right? But their offseason uh, moves have, or lack of moves in this case, uh, kind of supports what Deuce Daly is saying. They didn't, add any, they didn't add anyone to the backfield, uh, just Boston Scott. Uh, and I don't think that Boston Scott will be the primary third down option. I think that a lot of what Boston Scott was doing last year was based on the fact that they didn't have that many weapons to throw the ball to. Uh, And if you look at Miles Sanders' snap count, it was in the 80s. And then Boston Scott was on the field about 40% of the time, uh, you know, during during that latter part of the season. So they were on the field a lot together. Um, So Sanders, he's going to be the primary back on third down. He he caught 50 balls as a rookie. Um, Jordan Howard off the pitcher is looking good for him. And by the way, I don't really buy into the Doug Peterson thing as far as him not wanting to have, you know, uh, a workhorse back. He just hasn't had that type of back. So we can't use that data to figure out what's gonna happen in 2020. So LaShawn McCoy, who, you know, there was some rumors that he might sign with the Eagles, that didn't end up happening because he's not that good anymore. He ended up signing with the Bucks, right? Lester competition, Ronald Jones. He called Ronald Jones, by the way, as soon as he signed, he's as the guy. So he knew himself, him coming in, that Ronald Jones was the guy. Uh, Bruce Arians then added on to that, basically saying that uh, Ronald Jones was gonna carry the load and that Keyshawn Vaughn, uh, LaShawn McCoy, and Dare they're going to kind of fight for snaps, basically, and most likely in the passing game. Uh, So it looks like DeBron Jones, you know, his job is secure on early downs. Obviously, you know, he couldn't beat out uh, Peyton Barber last year, right? That's interesting. Uh, But at the same time, you know, his ADP did rise up to, like, the sixth round. But if you need, like, a third back, I don't think, uh, you know, you need to get too cute with it, right? It's going to be a good offense. He's going to get goal line carries. And LaShawn McCoy, he wasn't that good last year. He was a healthy scratch for a lot of the games, including the Super Bowl. So that tells you what you need to know about him. Uh, there was a little bit of news about Howard, Jordan Howard. It was like a, was like a blurb on World and wherever wherever else that Jordan Howard's role is undefined. In, in And you notice how I just, right? <laughs> you notice how it came out. And it's like, when you look at the quote, okay, so let me tell you what the quote uh, was made out to be. It was that like, Jordan Howard's role is undefined. You know, and like in this Chan Gailey spread offense, how, what is his role going to look like? Right? But then when you look at the actual quote, the quote was, Jordan Howard, you know, all these running backs' roles are undefined at this point. That's what he said. I'm still picking up Jordan Howard at his ADP, and if his price drops because of this, I'm happy. You're getting a, potentially you're getting a guy who's going to get 225 touches, maybe 250 in this offense. Um, if he isn't involved in the pass game a ton, that's fine. Touchdown dependent, but you're getting him super late. By the way, going back to uh, the Bucks backfield real, real quick, Keyshawn Vaughn just got activated off the COVID list like two days ago. He was off, he, I think he was, at, he was on the COVID list for like two weeks. So he already missed valid, you know, very valuable rookie time earlier, and now he's missing a couple weeks now after training co- camp has begun. Uh, that can't be good for a rookie, um, especially a guy who's supposed to be involved in the passing game. That's his specialty. Um, yeah, he could carve out a role, but how, busy, how big is it going to be in the beginning of the season? Another rookie, a wide receiver, Justin Jefferson, missed some time as well, about a week or so um, on the COVID list. So he obviously missed a lot of time earlier in the summer with the normal rookie stuff that they do. Um, and then on top of that, you know, he missed some time during actual training camp, which is never a good thing. Right. Um, and me personally is rookie year. I'm not too high on Justin Jefferson, only because Gary Kubiak doesn't run a lot of 11 personnel, uh, runs a lot of two wide receiver looks. Um which means that he won't get a ton of playing time in the slot. He'll get some, but maybe not a ton. Um, like he did, obviously, 99% of his snaps last year at LSU were in the slot. And, yeah, he could be uh, fine playing outside, but how likely is it that he's going to make that transition seamlessly? It doesn't happen as a rookie, right? So, sure, he's capable enough, but at what point? It might not be his rookie year. I and mean, uh, It might be a run-heavy offense. So Thielen, he's going to get all the volume that he can handle this year. Yeah, and it's funny, a well-respected GM, Harry Roseman of the Eagles, uh, he had a choice between uh, Jalen Rager and Justin Jefferson, right before Justin Jefferson was picked, and he picked Jalen Rager. My kids, outside my door. Um, Jalen Rager. <laughs> so, uh, you know, so he had that choice, and the reason why he chose him, and he said himself, Harry Roseman, that... Kids are fumbling, bumbling, falling all over the place. Daddy instincts. Uh, anyway, he because he values um, Jalen Rager's uh, skills on the outside and his separation on the outside. That's what he said. That's why he picked him. And that's interesting because Justin Jefferson went right after that. But Jalen Rager's walking into some pretty good opportunity this year as a rookie, right? You have Alshon Jeffrey, who, who isn't really the epitome of health, right? He probably will start the year on the pop. You got Deshaun Jackson, same thing, he can't stay healthy, right? Um, You got um, Marquise Goodwin opting out, so who's going to be Carson Wentz top wide receiver? Could very well be uh, Jalen Rager this year, and he's capable. He broke out in college at the age of 17, very rare for that to happen. Uh, At 19, he had a 30% dominator rating, uh, which basically means that he owned 30% of the receiving production. Um, You know, on his team, which is rare on its own. Um, And if that guy gets drafted in the first round, history has shown that he has a 70% chance of having at least one wide receiver two season. 70%. That's pretty high. Uh, So I would take a shot on him if I'm taking a shot on any rookie wide receiver this year.